This is John O'Hurley. You remember me as Jay Peterman, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Here we go again with another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 472 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, John O'Hurley is going to be joining us. He was Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. He was in Dancing with the Stars. He won that. And uh, also, he has been in all kinds of soap operas. But on October 13th, he is in theaters in a new movie called Swing Away, also on Video On Demand. And uh, he's going to talk about that. He's joining us to talk about Swing Away right here on On Screen and Beyond. So stick around for that. And uh, we've got some things coming your way. We've got a cancellation of a Disney movie. And we've got a hostage uh, action movie coming our way. Get ready. we got a lot of things coming your way this week right here on On Screen and Beyond. John O'Hurley's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And it's time for Remake Madness. Remake Madness. It looks like The Hollywood Reporter talked with Disney Animation about their planned remake, retelling, whatever you want to call it, of the Jack and the Beanstalk story. And uh, it was called Gigantic. Well, it's been scrapped. And uh, it was supposed to be showing November of 2020, but uh, that is no longer going to happen, they said. And the remake of The Bride of Frankenstein has been removed from its February 14th, 2019 release. Javier Bardem was going to play Frankenstein and Angelina Jolie, The Bride, but nothing is confirmed with either of them yet, and they're even talking about getting another woman to play the lead role, uh, but it sounds like they're going to be you know, trying to figure this out so they can get it out, but uh, it's not coming out on February 2019, so we'll see what happens. That's it for Remake Madness, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, it looks like Dwayne Johnson and Nev Campbell will star in a hostage action thriller called Skyscraper in 2018. John Hamm, Amber Tamblyn, who was a past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, Ellen Burstyn, and Bruce Dern, another guest here at On Screen and Beyond, will star in Nostalgia, a film about a group of people connected through a loss. And Army Hammer will star in Freak Shift as a band of misfits hunt down and kill underground nocturnal monsters that's it for upcoming new movies next on on screen and beyond going down to sequel city to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sequel City, Sylvester Stallone has announced he will be directing Creed 2. 
And no word if he's going to be in it, but uh, he's I'm sure he's going to be in that one, too. And Jackie Chan says the script for Rush Hour 4 is moving along well now, and he is ready. They're just waiting for Chris Tucker to jump on board with that one. And let's see, Kate Winslet has joined the cast of Avatar 2. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, The Strain, Season 4, the final season, will hit stores on December 12th on DVD, as well as the complete series box set, same day. And the complete second season of Ballers arrives on October 16th, and Season 6 of Ballers comes our way on October 23rd, both only on digital download. And Fuller House, Season 2, comes our way on December 12th. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, let's find out what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. <laughs> movies on DVD, Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. Hits store shelves on November 14th. Lucky Logan arrives on November 28th. And on November 21st, Valerian, the city of a thousand planets, will land in stores. And that's it for Movies on DVD, next on On Screen and Beyond, TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, it looks like Apple and Steven Spielberg are teaming up to bring back the 80s show Amazing Stories, which Spielberg produced back then. And we'll see what they do with that. And CBS's Ransom was rumored to be canceled, but it has been renewed for a second season. And Simon Cowell, he's working on a scripted TV show set in the music industry. That's still in development, but we'll see how it goes along. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get a tummy ache and you moan and groan and woe, don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> Celebrity birthdays, October 17th, Alan Jackson turns 59, and on October 18th, past guests here at On Screen and Beyond a couple of times, Don Wells, Mary Ann from the Gilligan's Island Show, turns 79, and October 19th, John Favreau turns 51, and John Lithgow turns 72, October 20th, Snoop Dogg turns 46, October 21st, Judge Judy turns 75, and October 22nd, Jeff Goldblum turned 65. That's it for celebrity birthdays. And as far as listener birthdays, we got one. Jesse P. turned 63 on October 19th. She's from Denver, Colorado. If you, a friend or a relative, are going to be having a birthday, be sure to send the information to me and we'll all wish you a very happy birthday. And uh, we'll you know, send it to me ahead of time so I got it. And uh, that's it. We wish you, Jesse, a happy birthday. And, of course, all the celebrities who are having birthdays this week. And uh, that's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Next on On Screen and Beyond, 
John O'Hurley is going to be joining us. You remember him as Jay Peterman on Seinfeld, and he was also one of the champions on Dancing with the Stars. He was in tons of soap operas. He's done all kinds of TV shows and everything else he does. He's got a new movie out. It's called Swing Away. It uh, debuts in theaters on October 13th, as well as video on demand. Be sure to check it out. Swing Away. John O'Hurley's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is an actor whom we remember from many roles in movies and TV shows, including The Edge of Night, The Young and the Restless, Loving, Santa Barbara, General Hospital, Dancing with the Stars, and of course his role as Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. He has a new film coming out on October 13th called Swing Away. It's John O'Hurley. John, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate the introduction. John, it's a pleasure to have you here. And uh, let us know about this this new film that you're going to be in. Well, this is a film that I shot uh, a while back in Greece, of all places, the Isle of Rhodes, one of the most beautiful of the Greek islands. Uh, And it's a wonderful film about... um, that uh, kind of traces the history of this uh, LPGA, a female golf uh, professional, who has a meltdown on the 18th hole of a major championship in uh, the States, and she just goes nuts and buries her putter onto the green, into the green, uh, which you're not supposed to do. So she's quickly suspended, and um, to get away from all of the, the uh, social brouhaha on the news, she uh, goes back home to Greece, where she grew up and goes to visit her grandparents on the Isle of Rhodes there, and and she goes to rediscover and kind of chill out and kind of redefine and, and, and kind of uh, explore the reasons that she even went into the sport. And just uh, So she serves her suspension out there. She, um, she finds a little 10-year-old girl who's a golf phenom on the island that doesn't really support golf at all. And um, this, so she mentors the girl, and she sees a lot of her in, in herself. And, uh, and so she grows up not only as a champion for the girl, but a champion for the townspeople against a... Um, over aggressive uh, American uh, developer, which is which is played by yours truly, uh, who comes in and uh, decides that he's uh, well, he's bought the golf course and he's decided he's going to turn it into a uh, kind of uh, a shopping mall slash slash uh, water park, which is the last thing they need overlooking the Aegean Sea. <laughs> right. but that's his vision. Uh, so it's and um, and it involves all sorts of uh, well, it involves kind of caddyshack moments in it, but it's a wonderful, intelligent family film that has a wonderful sense of values attached to it. Uh, every frame of the film looks like a page out of Condé Nast magazine. Greece could never be, Greece has never looked more beautiful than it does in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to go out there in, 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 to Greece, and uh, I'm sure that's a, a lovely location to be at if you have yeah, to be working. One of the best, it's, one of the, it's the best location I've ever had on any film I've ever done. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure you've been all over, too. <laughs> yes, I have. I've had a chance to travel the whole world uh, as Jay Peterman mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and mocks of myself. But it, uh, it, um, it, it's absolutely spectacular. The, you, it, it, everyone who sees this film, the first thing they do is pick up the phone and call a travel agent. It's just that beautiful a film. And just and every frame of it is, is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, is this the first time you've been to Greece? First time, yeah, I, and and so I had really no expectations. I didn't know what to expect when I got there, but I was blown away by the beauty. How long was your shoot? 
Uh, well, the shoot, uh, they had to, I only had a limited amount of time, so they had to compress all of my filming inside of two weeks. So they were shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. Mm. Uh, fortunately, we had long days over there, and in, in, uh, we shot in May, late May, so the, the, we had the advantage of being able to shoot well into the night. Yeah. Did you have a chance to do any sightseeing or anything like that? Of course I did. <laughs> uh, my character is a multimillionaire, and he had a 72-foot um, motorized yacht. So when I wasn't shooting, I was on that boat taking the cast from island to island. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's not too bad. Uh, it's, it's you know it's tough work if you can get it though. <laughs> uh, listen, they rented it for the month anyway, so <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you, do you like playing the bad guy? I well, this particular bad guy, I did because he's he's an intelligent um, real estate developer, or developer really typical of the ugly American who comes in with an overzealous personality um, and has no concern for the culture of the people. Uh, and is just really he's there for the deal, and uh, and that's kind of a fun character to kind of play, uh, because he has very sardonic humor, and um, uh, you know everything is sarcastic, but he's as mean as a snake, and uh, and you know oddly enough, very little of the role was scripted. I um, really I knew where I had to go, and I had to you know where I'd start, and I knew where I had to end. So. Uh, Mike Nichols, the director, knew knew me well enough to say, you just just talk. I can. I'll trust that what you say will be interesting enough, and it gave me a chance to use what is my own natural sense of humor, which is, you know, I like to think is a little bit, uh, it, you know, it, it, it adds a, 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 something to the character that you can't write in because I speak this character's language, um, so it's very easy for me to to be that kind of, uh, you know, that sardonic, urbane type of um, villain. Yeah. Does that happen very often where you get a chance to, you know, sort of wing it? Mm, you know, every uh, films are a little bit more conducive to that that type of because you know they don't care. Just it's just more film in the can. So if it it ends up being better, why not? They have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say films are a little bit more. But I mean, I had free range on this character. I really created him because originally he was a he was a German developer, and I said, well, go get a German. You know, you don't need me. Uh, so. Um, it, 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 so I was able to sculpt this character and, in many respects, kind of channel Donald Trump because Donald's been a friend of mine for 20 years, 25 years. And, and so I've known him as the businessman that he is, and, and he's a ruthless negotiator. Hmm. And, um, you know, he is the art of the deal. And uh, so I was able to channel a lot of what I know of Donald. Ah, so, that, so you sort of molded, modeled it after him? Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so do you really get into your character while you're you're filming you know i mean we've heard stories where some people will be uh you know they they can shut it off as soon as the camera goes off and then other people stay into character for no i don't need to this is not a i mean i can understand that if you're playing somebody of historical significance and and uh you know you and 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 accent and 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 the and body mannerisms and things like that that uh, and also age. I can certainly understand that. We'd like to just kind of stay within the confines of, of the circumstances of this character. But no, not me. I mean, not this character. This character just comes so easily out of my core that it doesn't... Uh, <laughs> I, I could just open my mouth. That's all I needed to do. 
<laughs> so had you worked with any of the other people who were in the cast or crew? No, this is actually, and it's uh, it's it's largely an interna- international cast, mostly mostly uh, Greek actors. And I hadn't known much about the Greek entertainment structure over there, but I'll tell you, I they every to to the core, they were all wonderful actors. I mean, really wonderful actors, both in comedy and uh, in you know being head on when you had to go butt to butt. They were great. Hmm. Was it? Was there any Jay Peterman mixed in with it <laughs> into the character? Well, I was always no, but I was always doing. Um, you know, I was always you know when when the cameras would stop, I would always do a parody of something. It's like, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I was always you know I'd always think of something to do improvisationally that was funny. Yeah. Huh. Uh, do you enjoy going out on uh, a set like that where it's uh, I, like you say I'm sure when you're on set for a TV show it's very you know structured because you have to get things done but is it a little more relaxing when you're out on on a camera Oh yeah a film set is much more relaxed and especially this this was this was just it was it was wonderful it was a wonderful fraternity of actors and and production staff as well too I mean we were indistinguishable it's not there wasn't a separation between the you know the actors and the staff. They were everybody just had a great time together, and it was a kind of it. It really underscores the 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 way the Greeks are. They just are just wonderfully supportive and convivial people. They have a fraternity sense there. It's everything is as I said. They are proud to be Greek when they get up at six in the morning, and they are still proud to be Greek when they go to bed at four a.m. And, uh, and and that's it. I mean, they never, <laughs> the whole day long they're just proud to be Greek. Now, is acting what you've always wanted to do? Since the age of three, I knew what I wanted to do. Oh, wow. People would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up and when in Kittery, Maine there. I would, uh, with a sense of disgust, I would point to the um, television in the corner of the room and I would say, well, I am an actor, so that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> and it wasn't that I wanted to be an actor, it's that I was an actor. I yeah. knew at the age of three that I was an actor, so for me, life was just about connecting the dots. So how did it continue from there? I mean, did you head to acting school at a young age or did you just go no i um tried to <laughs> but uh my parents were not particularly supportive of my aspirations and then you know i grew up in the suburbs my dad was a doctor and my mother was in love with one so they uh you know they didn't know anything about in connecticut actually i grew up most of my life there but mm-hmm. uh, they didn't know much about uh, what i wanted to do and you know it was almost like a cliche i want to be an actor you know and um so you know they did as much to discourage it as they you know could um, allow me my moments in high school and the plays and things like that. But when it came to really focus on it, they were not particularly supportive. So it was, uh, you know, it was a labor of of my own passion. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, but I did uh, I, I did stood major in theater in uh, in college, Providence College in Rhode Island there. And uh, but uh, small school, not really known for theater at the time. And uh, I was the only theater graduate my senior year, and so consequently, I won the theater award. Uh, but uh, after, but I got scared of the business of acting and left theater for five years and went into public relations until I realized that, you know, I'd, I'd run away from the thing that I had defined myself by since I was three. And so I went to New York in 1981 and um, got my first show 48 hours after I arrived, and I've never looked back. Now, when you say show, were you on on, on stage? Broadway. On Broadway, yeah. On Broadway. Uh, so, so you've done a lot of Broadway stuff. A lot and, of Broadway, yeah. yeah. I've done... Uh, 12 years, 1,500 performances as Billy Flynn in the musical Chicago here on Broadway and mm-hmm. also on tour. Yeah. Uh, I've done over 1,000 performances as uh, King Arthur in Spamalot. Right, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I've, uh, yeah, I've, 
That, that's going to be, Spamalot's got to be a, a fun show to do. Oh, it is. Well, both are great. I mean, I've got the two two of the greatest shows in the history of Broadway uh, between Chicago, which is the longest running in history, yeah. and uh, Spamalot, which is certainly one of the funniest. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean... <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, just so we let people know who's in this cast of uh, Swing Away, Shannon Elizabeth is... Yes, who you know from uh, her her wonderful scenes there. Right. (laughs) uh, Unforgettable scenes in uh, American Pie. American Pie, and also she was on... Scary uh, Movie. Yes, Scary Movie, the 70s show. Uh, yeah. She was on there, so uh, it, it sounds like a great cast. It is a great cast. It really is, along with, I say, and we introduce a, a little young 10-year-old uh, named Victoria Miller, who, I, who, to my eye, is going to be the next Catherine Hepburn. And she's the little 10-year-old girl who is the, the, the girl that, uh, her char- that uh, Shannon's character chooses to mentor, the mm-hmm. little golf phenom, and uh, who figures in in a major way throughout the entire film but it's uh, it's uh, she has quite a burden on her shoulders being uh, a a 10-year-old lead actress and she is extraordinary and the golf scenes are impeccable now do you golf in in the scenes at all mm-hmm. oh yes there's there are there's a whole section of the show that's reminiscent of Caddyshack uh-huh so so are you a golfer for oh real? yes i am yeah i played competitively and uh, oh, when i was okay. in school and then uh, continue now as a celebrity golfer, I guess you'd say, because I play quite a bit on the circuit there of uh, tournaments. Oh, okay, so you didn't have to do like a lot of actors do. So can you ride a horse? Oh, yeah, I can ride a horse. <laughs> of course I can. No, no, no. I'm a single-digit handicap. I play I, I play pretty well. Ah, okay. So, so, so what drew you into this? Was it partially the, uh, the, the, the golfing? or, or Oh, I would say a little bit. I like the idea of it being in Greece. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of, of, of a good, meaty villain role that's an American businessman that's, you know, that, that is, you know, as, as, as seriously as I play him, he gets funnier the, the, seri- the more serious I am with him. Um, I mean, I love I love all of those elements of it, and and also the fact that as the film developed, it became more improvisational for me. It was very attractive in that respect. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I know we have to finish up here, but uh, I, I, I just I, I can't leave without asking you about uh, being on Seinfeld. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Peterman. Uh, that must have been a, a fun role. Oh yeah, absolutely. Playing with the championship team in the championship season. Mm-hmm. That, um, and it was uh, wonderful to come off the bench and, and you know figure into as, as much of it as I did. It was a great, uh, great show, iconic, and uh, and certainly there's no one has come close to reproducing what they did there. It was just uh, some of the smartest actors, uh, e- even all the way through the guest star list, uh, just some of the smartest actors I've ever worked with. Were they looking for you for that role, or did you have to go? Well, they, uh, no, they, they gave it to me, really. I, um, my, I had a sitcom on uh, up until the day before I started that one. It was called A Whole New Ball Game on ABC, mm-hmm. and then they canceled it. And uh, the next day I found myself over on Seinfeld guest-starring. 
Wow. And and then what, uh, 20 episodes or something later? <laughs> uh, I never really counted. I guess 25, 50. I don't know. I did about half the season for the last A lot of four shows. years. That's, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny how a character can just be, you know, catch that the imaginations are everybody and they all want to see it so they have to you know just keep writing you in yeah the, well they well, the writers had so much fun writing it because they could write long form he was a monologue mm-hmm. you know so they could you know that was fun for them if you think about it a writer wants to write he doesn't want to write single lines yeah yeah you know and uh, you know good joke structure you know and, and, and the character was so story driven and so the, again you go back to the more serious that peterman was the funnier the funnier the uh, the scene was yeah and uh, back in 2005 it seems like it was yesterday i don't know but maybe not to you but dancing with the stars you mm-hmm. you i mean you were great on there thank you I eventually won it yeah it I, just I, took me a dance off to do it <laughs> but but i mean were you Learning to dance, or did you? I had never danced a day in my life. Wow! Uh, I had I had to come from so far back, yeah. But I had a great teacher. You know, my my partner was my coach there, and Mm -hmm. my choreographer, and everything. So she was the number one ballroom dancer in the world. So I couldn't have had a better, you know, a better learning experience. Yeah. Well, John, I know we have to get going, but I'd like to finish with two final quick questions. Sure. What when you relax? What do you watch on TV now and in the past? What's your favorite shows? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, you know, my, you know I hate to say my guilty pleasure was always watching um, uh, Two and a Half Men, back yes. when Charlie Sheen was yep. doing it. Mm-hmm. That was our guilty. We'd watch that little half-hour show, and it just always made us laugh. It was just so, I mean, he would talk about irredeemable. You know, it's an irredeemable comedy, right. <laughs> but just so brilliantly written and, and wonderfully structured. I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of Charlie's, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a wonderful character and, and, and a wonderful actor. Um, the um, movie, you know, the only movie that I own and I go back and I watch, well, there's two actually. One is um, uh, Lion King. Yes. I just find it just wonderfully renewing every time I watch it. It, it. It's just a combination of the great animation, fabulous voice performances, and music that is just to die for. And a great story as well, too. So I always get such a wonderful... The whole thing was just put together as a complete film, and I can watch that over and over and over again. See, I could... I also, I also was really drawn to uh, Dead Poets Society. Yes. Yeah. I, I loved Robin Williams when he was serious. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I thought he was really kind of that the sad clown... Um, in many respects, and I think that that was probably the best work he ever did. Yeah, you know, you mentioned Lion King. I can picture you being on the Broadway for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see you doing some of the roles in there as Scar. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. 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 Well, John, I thank you so much for sharing with us. And Absolutely, good joy to talk to you. Everybody should check out Swing Away. It's October thirteenth in select theaters and on video on demand. And uh, be sure to catch you there. Great to talk with you. And I want to thank John O'Hurley so much for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Hope you enjoyed hearing about his new endeavor. And, of course, uh, we'll never forget him as Jay Peterman. And <laughs> it's just crazy, the shows. But uh, anyways, I uh, want to thank him so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed that. And let's see, if you have a suggestion for a guest, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. We'll see what we can do about getting that person on. If you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you are on iTunes, please leave a review 
and uh, or rate us, and it'll help get us higher in the uh, visibility of people out there so more and more people will listen to On Screen and Beyond. And uh, thank you very much for doing that. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. <laughs>